the connected administrator as seen through a teacher's lens. This podcast is intended to bring to light the importance of administrative support for the implementation and use of technology in education. This podcast was an assignment for a class titled Web 2.0 in Education in part of a master's program in educational technology through Lesley University. In reading several of my classmates' blog entries and discussion threads, it became quite evident early on that administrative support for technology is key for its successful implementation for preparing students in 21st century skills. So exactly what does it mean to be a connected administrator? Does it strictly mean being able to use a smartphone and access email? Or does it mean more than that? Hopefully in the next few minutes, this podcast will challenge you to think in a way that brings to light the importance of your role in helping teachers better educate today's students. Before I begin, I would like to state that this podcast was inspired by my own district superintendent, who recognizes the importance of technology in education. His attempts to find better ways to communicate with his peers, to collaborate and share ideas, while balancing the all-important task of meeting those high-stakes standards that all institutions need to meet, inspired me to take this risk. His advocacy for my position as curriculum technology integrator helps give credibility to my role when helping teachers throughout our school district. To qualify, please note that I am by no means an expert in administration. However, I am a current student, a teacher, and a parent of three, and I feel that being on the other side may offer an alternative perspective. Additionally, the majority of the ideas that I will present were taken from a blog titled The Principle of Change, Social Media for Administrators. The author of this blog is George Koros. Mr. Koros is a division principal of innovative teaching and learning with Parkland School Division located in Stony Plain, Alberta, Canada. He has to date 21,199 followers on Twitter and personally follows 8,916 people on Twitter. He is a national presenter, and most of all, he is an example of a connected administrator. So what exactly entails social media? As defined by Wikipedia, social media is the employment of web and mobile-based technologies to support interactive dialogue introduce substantial and pervasive change to communication between organizations, communities, and individuals. For those skeptics of Wikipedia, Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines social media as a form of electronic communication through which users create online communities to share information, ideas, personal messages, and other content. Social media networks can take the form of collaborative projects such as Wikipedia and wikis, blogs and microblogs such as Blogger, Edublog, and Twitter, content communities such as YouTube and Flickr, social networks that include Facebook, MySpace, Google+, LinkedIn, as well as virtual sites that range from virtual pets, playgrounds, and gaming. Now think about that list, and what does your educational institution allow or block? Who are the gatekeepers for such decisions? 
Is there a protocol for deciding what should or should not be allowed, and based on what data? In the blog, Social Media for Administrators, Mr. Corsos puts together a list of posts that explain why administrators should become part of the social community, and then furthers the discussion on how this can occur. His Why To articles include the following topics. Humanizing our organizations through social media. Everyone's a teacher. Everyone's a learner. An open letter to school administrators. This is not optional anymore. Why social media can and is changing education. Dot, dot, dot. And this is why teachers should blog. The power to kill innovation. Hashtag Twitteracy. The power of Twitter. And finally, 140 characters of kindness. I will not speak toward each post because I feel that it may be worth your while to research and pull from the blog what means the most to you. However, as a teacher, the points that resonate with me were those of how social media can humanize educational institutions. My prediction is that most educators would disagree with this. However, he makes a very interesting point that perhaps social media has had the opposite effect. Think of it. We are conversing more writing more, sharing more with our own families as well as complete strangers through mediums such as Facebook, Twitter, and blogs to name a few. Another interesting point he makes is that everyone is a learner. The idea of crowdsourcing where both amateur and professionals from all over the globe can add their thoughts, ideas, experience to the internet makes everyone an author, a photographer, and an expert of some kind. Think about it. Are we preparing our students to be able to contribute to this society? And are we educating them on how to sort through what is credible or not? Social media allows the opportunities for individuals to learn from anyone, anywhere, and at any time. According to John Seeley Brown, learning is an environment. The notion that a teacher may look something up on YouTube that was created by a student is a very interesting concept. Students and teachers coexist as both teachers and learners. We are fortunate in our school district to allow YouTube, and for those that have it blocked, I really do understand your hesitation. There are certainly inappropriate things that come up in YouTube searches, but trust me as an educator, there are equally amazing resources that also come up on YouTube. Should our conversations be, how can we make this work, as opposed to no ifs, ands, or buts, there will be no YouTube? Should we block students' ability to blog for fear of safety and bullying? These are very real problems, and perhaps as administrators you see these accentuated in your role as an administrator. However, by choosing to dismiss or disallow these forms of social media does not dismiss the fact that they continue to exist. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. Isn't our job as an educational institution to teach students how to be safe, how to act in a respectful manner while they are contributing as citizens in their community? We really need to look at what that word community means because the community we experience growing up is very different from this generation of students. As administrators, do you believe that institutions and teachers can opt out of technology? Ask these questions. 
Can a teacher be an effective teacher without using technology? Or do effective teachers use technology? Can technology replace effective teachers? Are teachers preparing students for the future? Or better yet, are they preparing students for now? Are they preparing students for their parents' vision of the future? These are tough questions with no concrete answers. However, Mr. Koros believes that if educational leaders do not demand and adopt these changes with technology, why would educators believe that it is not optional? Finally, the articles that I found particularly relevant to educational leaders and institutions is what type of brand are you and what kind of digital footprint are you leaving behind? When you do a Google search of you or your institution, what pops up? Is it the financial woes or statements of what is going on in your district decided by some outsider? Or is it you and your institution being proactive in deciding how to represent yourself, teachers and students in the district you serve? How current is your portfolio blog or website? Do staff members, board members and community members know your stance on issues? Is your leadership role transparent? Clearly, face-to-face -face encounters with staff surpass digital means. However, how often do these opportunities exist, and do some feel alienated for lack of them? Unfortunately, there is no roadmap on how to do this besides perhaps what Mr. Corsos recommends in his blog. I believe that technology has forced educational institutions to really analyze their roles as administrators, you are traveling through uncharted territory. However, I do personally know that there is a world of connected administrators that are walking the same path as you. I know this because I read their blogs and I follow their tweets. I hope this podcast has caused you to have either internal or external dialogues and conversations of the role of social media in your role as administrator in your respective institution. To end the podcast, I'd like to leave you with a quote from Albert Einstein. No problem can be solved by the same consciousness that created it. We need to see the world in you.